Greetings and welcome to the Avod. I'm Count Vargelon. I'm DM. And welcome back for Halloween Mayhem here on the Avod, <laughs> where we're going to watch two anthology films that have as many as one segment in them about Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Is it one between the two of them? It's I one think between so. the two of them. Yeah. yeah. And, Weird. And, uh, yeah. Again, there, I mean, I'm not saying you should expect this, but there's a whole anthology franchise called 1031 mm -hmm. uh, that is just apparently Halloween shorts. So maybe we check in on that oh. one next week. Okay. Didn't know about it, but yeah. Hey, okay. It was recommended to me when I watched the, what we watched this week. So there you go. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't get any recommendations. Good. Really? Did you not watch the movie to the end? Because Tubi always yeah. gives you like four recommendations when the movie ends. Oh, I guess when the movie ends, I just turn it off. That, see, would be the problem. <laughs> I, I mean, let I the, credits the credits run. obviously. Ah, but, but I let them run after... all the way to the end, and then they give yeah, you four movie too. recommendations. Oh, I You're guess just I just quicker on the draw it. when it comes to closing windows. <laughs> that must be it. All right. Uh, but yes, before we get there, we have some random crap to talk about. I understand you read some books. I did. I finished reading a book. It's called Dead Mountain. It's by Preston Child. Yay! They and got a new yay, book! Yay! New book. This is a um, Corey and Nora adventure. Oh, mystery, if you want it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I picked it up. I read the back. I'm like, this sounds like the yeah, Love Pass. And... When the gun wrangler read the back of the book, he thought it was just a book about Dyatlov Pass. Because <laughs> it's that obviously about Dyatlov Pass. Yes. Yeah. And they're not shy about it. Like there's an, um, a note at the end of the book, an author's note, where they meant, they don't, they don't call it Dyatlov Pass. They mention the Ural Mountains. And one of them wrote a piece about it in the New Yorker. Oh, okay. Um, and then it served as inspiration for this story. And it's nice. good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Lots oh. of fun. All right. That's fantastic. Oh my god, so is that their second book this year? Because I feel um, like it wasn't that long ago you were reading the last one. Yeah, the um, the Pendergast one. Yeah. The Cabinet of Dr. Lang. Yeah, that was in the spring. Or wow. This, yeah, so the spring, I think, when I read that. These guys are yeah. crushing it. Way to go. <laughs> I'm very impressed. All right. So hopefully not much longer to wait for the... Uh, part two of the cabinet of Dr. Lane. Cause Oh my God. Did you get left <laughs> oh on a cliffhanger? Oh my God. <laughs> on the very last page. Holy crap. That is the worst. And they're like, here's a giant <laughs> reveal. We're saving it for the absolute last page. <laughs> you little monster. Yeah. Yeah. I was freaking nice. out. All right. Okay. So, uh, next up, did you read anything else? No, that was it. Just the oh, one. I thought, I thought you book. read something else. Uh, no, you've been gone a while. <laughs> you were on a bunch of flights. I thought you might have read something else. Uh, no, That's I watched a bunch of stuff. I will talk about that in a minute. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I played a video game that's going to be out next week. I think everyone should play it, even though it's kind of a downer. I think it's really, really high quality. It is called Leica Aged Through Blood. Oh. Which I'll admit is a slightly strange title. Not gonna okay. not gonna disagree with that concept, but it's just oh my god, is it amazing. Uh so you're are you familiar with the genre of like um the 
I'm trying to think of the best example of it. Just just motorcycle stunt genre of games. I don't think so. The genre of games where it's 2D <laughs> and you drive a motorcycle around a map, just pulling stunts constantly. I, Is this? I am not familiar with. Not this. a genre you're aware of. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it's a popular genre of video games, this motorcycle stunt genre. And what they've done is take this. And so basically the idea is you drive quickly through levels, right? And then you're constantly doing jumping. You have to spin your bike at the right angle to land all of these tricks. Like that's pretty much the whole game. And it's how fast you can get through levels. So these people have taken that gameplay and said, okay, but what if we use that as the, the ground floor basis for a Metroidvania of a the, set in a world where like uh, anthropomorphic animals are fighting nefarious of nefarious genocidal bird army jeez i know it is it is crazy it is ultra violent the currency uh in the game is literally the innards of birds you kill the first thing that happens in the game, and I can't stress this enough, the first thing that happens in this game is you find a puppy that has been, so a child, that has been crucified with its own guts. Oh my god. I know. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but it is also, and this is the, the crazy part about it, I'm I'm 15 hours in, I'm right at the end, and it is a shockingly, like, humane and thoughtful exploration of war and revenge. And in a way that you could never get to, <laughs> thought you could get to in a game that opens with you finding a gutted, crucified child and being like, I vow revenge. Wow. Yeah, oh my it's, God. it's a lot. But it is magnificent. I mean, I'm not saying it's necessarily game of the year material, but it's the top. It's easily going to be in the top ten best things I've played this year. Jeez, like it's that good. So yeah, uh, you got to have a strong stomach and pretty quick reflexes, but it is absolutely worth it. Leica aged through blood. Okay, well, I right. watched a bit of the Robocop demo. Isn't it delightful? I was oh, I wasn't so going to talk good. about it until I actually played the game, but that is. One of the best demos I've ever played in my life. Yeah. So oh my god. It, it looks great. It's <laughs> so Chris the Cut Wrangler, he decides he's gonna shoot everyone in the dick. Of course. It's Robocop. <laughs> and you're basically obliged and, right? to. <laughs> and one of the models, one of the guys you shoot, actually has an animation of him grabbing his crotch. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. It's Robocop. <laughs> How could they not do that? Oh my god! No, it's yeah, it's so awesome. good. Like, I mean, these are the guys who made the Terminator game a couple of years ago, and it's like now I I think a lot of people have forgotten this, but Terminator is I, I it actually means something when you say it's the best Terminator game ever made because Terminator has been and in a way that isn't really talked about much at the forefront of first person shooter development. Like, huge, oh. a lot of huge innovations in the field of first-person shooter games were made by Terminator games. 
Like the first really? ever open world first person shooter was a Terminator game. The first Jeez. game to let you use your mouse to aim in a first person shooter was a Terminator game. Oh. Like huge, like big parts of first person shooter like history are tied up with the Terminator franchise. So it says something that I think that last Terminator game, Terminator Resistance, is the best Terminator game ever made. Like it's it's fantastic. So when I heard that the those same guys were doing RoboCop, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, yes, you are you are the perfect people to be making this game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, is all satire gone from RoboCop and it's just an awesome action franchise now? Yes. Yes it is. But it's going to be the best action franchise now. <laughs> and in the game, you can throw CRTs at people and they explode and kill them. It's great. <laughs> you just pick people up. And it's like any character I ran into in the demo, you can just pick up any enemy and you're yeah, in a skyscraper. I'll let you figure out what you're supposed to do with them. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, no, and I mean, like, uh, so you get to the main menu, right? And I'm like, oh, they didn't play for the music. They pay for the music. That's sad. And then I watch the opening movie, and then I do a little thing where Robocop walks into the building, and then the cutscene introducing the enemy starts, and then just as I start playing the game, boom, Robocop theme shows up. Of course they paid for the music. Well, it's not necessarily (laughs) true that they would. They might have tried to do a sound alike, but these guys They even have media break. The movie begins with media break. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) give us five minutes, we'll give you the world. So good. I know. And they bought the rights to that actor's face. Like, they bought yeah. the rights to the Casey Wong actor's face. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's it's perfect. Uh, yeah. Not not Jess Perkins, though, who is, of course, what's her name from Entertainment Tonight. They did not buy the rights to her face, too. Because I have to assume that would have been a lot more expensive. Because, you know. Probably. Yeah. Lisa Gibbons. Lisa yeah. Gibbons. Thank you. God, I was just blanking on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I know the name of her RoboCop character name. <laughs> not her but not the name. actress who played her. That's, that's bad. <laughs> that is not a strong point for me. All right. Uh, but anyway, yes, I, I, we're going to be talking more about the RoboCop video game. 100% we're going to be talking more about the RoboCop video right. game. But right now we're going to talk play. about the movies I watched Ooh. on the plane. As you said, I, I was on a bunch of airplanes. <laughs> Um, I actually watched that many movies, um, but I did watch a couple. So real quick, um, Resident Evil, I think it's called Dead Island. (gasps) The new one. Oh, I'm so excited. It's really good. Well, all of the animated. I know all the animated Resident Evil movies are really good. This one is also really good. So get excited to watch it. Okay. All right. And the other one I watched was Justice League War Planet, I think. I haven't heard of this. So this, it's weird. I didn't know what I was watching okay. when it began. Because it starts off, and I'm like, okay, it's called War Planet. And this the synopsis read like that episode of Justice League when they're, where they're on the, Superman's on the War Planet. Yeah. Um, Mongols begins, War like, World is what it's called. War, oh, that's it, War World. Sorry, yeah. War World, not War Planet. Um, so it begins, and it's a Western. What? With Wonder Woman. I'm like, what? Okay. And I'm like, and Jonah Hex is in it, and it's just like really weird. That and then is that really ends. strange. 
And then it's like, it's a sword and sorcery movie with Batman in it. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just like a bunch of like short films. Right. Um, And then eventually, like, it kind of makes sense, I suppose, when you finally get to War World and it's explained to you what's going on. But it's, yeah, it's a little strange because just like you have, when the movie begins, you have absolutely it, no it's idea. It's like you're like, watching you're an watching. anthology. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Weird. Yeah. Okay, that is, yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah, okay. neither was I. And then yeah. it ends very, not abruptly, it ends, I guess you could call it a cliffhanger, I suppose. Okay. Um, so it's like, oh, well, that was all just like a big preamble for this other thing that's about to happen. Okay. I will never forget Mongol and War World because he was the uh, villain in the best Superman story ever written, which is for the man who has everything. Just a, a perfect, perfect story that was adapted into a pretty good, but not perfect episode of Justice League Unlimited. So I just finished watching Justice League because it's on Netflix. Ah, uh, just regular, really good reason to watch it. Yeah. Regular Justice League. And so... um. Lobo is in like one or two episodes of Justice League and he's in this movie, this War World movie. And so he shows up. But (laughs) in the show, he keeps referring to himself as the main man. And I kept waiting for him to say it in this movie and he never did. I'm like, God, it's a bummer. No, that's (laughs) literally his catchphrase. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, But it is the same voice actor as John DiMaggio. So nice. Interestingly, um, when J. Michael Straczynski did his, uh, his, like, uh, Superman, he attempted to reboot Superman, and they didn't end up going with his script. Uh, but elements of it, like a villain showing up and saying, you have 24 hours to give us Superman, and a bunch of, like, um... I mean, in, in this, they were planetary drills that were going to destroy the Earth's core. But in the movie, it ended up being the um, the terraforming engine. But like being set up all over the world that have to be destroyed. Like all of that came from J. Michael Straczynski's script. And okay. it ended up getting published as the graphic novel Superman Year One. Which I think I, it's darn good and it's better than Man of Steel. But the villains in it were Lobo's people. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, he had, you know, played with DC continuity because that was the whole point. The movie was rebooting it. So it was all of these guys who, you know, kind of look like angels who live in this strange, like in a, another world and are as strong as Superman. And that's who the villains were. Oh. And they, uh, and the backstory that would have played out through several movies was someone had given them the technology to destroy Krypton and the only caveat was you have to make sure every Kryptonian gets killed. I mean, right. was it Brainiac? It was probably Brainiac. They don't reveal. <laughs> Who else could it Brainiac. be? <laughs> and so obviously, like, they know that they're going to have a real problem with this guy who has planet-destroying technology if they don't go and get Superman, which gives them a hell of a motive to go and get Superman. Right. I mean, it's a much better graphic novel than the movie that ended up getting made. But it's like, it's weird because you read it and you're like, oh, this is obviously what Man of Steel was based on. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. This is obvi- Except without all of the nonsense of, you know, uh, Jonathan Kent sacrificing himself because humans don't deserve to be saved. Right. Oh, none of that nonsense. And none of the obsession, like the weird obsession with DNA, you know, uh-huh. like, just 
No, none of the Nazi stuff. None of the Zack Snyder stuff, I guess, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, it's it's a very cool thing that you should also watch. Uh, he also oh. wrote a Superman year two, which I should read at some point. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, next up, I believe it's time for a, a quiz. Oh, I guess so. All right. <clears throat> what 1983 film slasher film ended with a gender bending twist by the Sleep lake? Camp. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> in the movie Infrasion of the Body Snatchers. What activity of survivors most afraid of? Uh, I've I don't think I've seen any of these. Oh no! So you don't what know when the when the activities take you. Swimming? I don't know. Sleeping. Oh, yeah, they copy uh, you when you're asleep. That's not an activity. I mean, it is in a sense. No, an, I mean, it is not. technically an activity. Like no. anything you do is an activity. No, no, no. Yes. Definition of the word activity does not. It does, no, it is the definition of the word activity is broad enough to include sleep, it but colloquially, not. I agree with you that it shouldn't. No. But I mean, if we're going by definitions, go to a dictionary, whatever is in there, it's going to include sleep. No. All right. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Name yeah. that movie. Oh. <laughs> the shitting. <laughs> exactly. What I series of children's horror book? No, I'm sorry. That was. Uh, uh, that was no TV and no beer make Homer go crazy. <laughs> or alternatively, feeling fine. <laughs> right, the alternate title. <laughs> the alternate title of this book. <laughs> uh, what series of children books is written by author R.L. Stein? Oh, Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, what 1989 movie is about a group of psychics that are stalked by puppets who have come to life? Oh. Do I know what this is? I mean, I've never seen this film, but I'm aware of the franchise. Psychics? Who are stalked. Stalk what you might want to focus puppets. on is the puppets who have come to life. Uh-huh. That so might help you guess. It's not Puppet Master, is it? It is Puppet Master. Oh, yes. okay. I had Yay. no idea that's what oh. Puppet Master was about either. <laughs> like, I'm just as in the dark no, as you are. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, final one. It's another name the movie based on the quote. We all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, see, that could be two movies. But I know they want Psycho. They do, but I would have accepted Scream. Scream? Yeah, yeah okay. obviously I would have accepted. It's not <laughs> fair to not expect accept Scream, because, <laughs> just because these guys are bad at writing quiz questions. Right. Uh, but yes, the important part is you went for six for six. Even on the one where you're like, it's definitely not this, is it? Oh, no, it was. Yeah, no, yeah. I went five for six because I got sleeping wrong. I said swimming. Oh, you're right. You got sleeping wrong. So five for yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. Still, uh, really, really good showing. Okay. Thank you. Next up, I believe we have a list. We do have a list. So oh, today's man. list comes from Game Rant. Ooh, I love that. And it is five horror anthology movies that are actually good. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a very yeah. small list, but like maybe they're being extremely selective. And if one of them isn't Tales from the Crib, I'm going to be really annoyed. The Crib? Yeah. <laughs> Crypt? Sorry, I meant Tales from the Hood. Oh my God. <laughs> I said Tales from the Crib because I, in my head, I got oh confused with Tales from the Crypt. It's, well, we all saw what happened. All right. Oh my God. Yeah, that was okay. bad. I'm not going to pretend it wasn't. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> It begins with, what happens next will scare you. I don't know if I 
I'm not familiar with I this. Mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say that's a bad title. Like, that's a good title. But no, what it's a is great it? title. What is so it? it's from, it says, created by the team that brought the horror community, the cult film WNUF Halloween Special. Oh, yeah. We enjoy, yeah, we kind of enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, kind of we enjoyed it. We were middling it. It says here, that, yeah. Um, the premise is simple. The head writers for a clickbait website are gathered after hours to watch the most terrifying viral videos on the web. In a bit to create some Halloween content. Okay. okay. I'm definitely curious about that. That stuff happens. Is this, yeah, is that I mean, available? I'll watch this. Like, oh, we might end up watching this next week. I, well, we, we, me, I am pretty resourceful, so. Yeah, we'll see what you find. <laughs> All right. See what happens. Okay, after that we have, well, it is a Tales movie. Oh. Tales. Tales from the, can you guess? Oh. It gas doesn't come station. up very often. It's not mentioned. Tales from the Gas Station. No. That is a popular <laughs> horror franchise. That's not me just saying that. I thought they might have made a movie. <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side, which is a movie that I makes enjoy, and sense. I feel like doesn't get enough play. It really doesn't. It is perfect in its own way. Uh, I think the biggest problem with Tales from the Dark Side is, like, uh, I, I, I guess... How shall I put this? The the third one is kind of just eh. It closes, I think, I think on its weakest segment. This. I think I've only seen the first, just the original, the OG, the first. I don't know. Isn't that the one we're talking about? Tales the, from the Dark Side? Yeah, the theatrical release. Yeah. Did oh, you're do... talking about what? But you said the third one. Yeah, the third segment in the about? movie. Oh, I thought you meant the it's, third movie. No, I'm talking about the oh anthology. I'm saying that yeah, like you okay. want to end on your strongest story, and it doesn't. Usually, yes. Yeah. Okay. In that case, you want to end in the one with the mummy and Christian Slater and, um, oh, God, uh, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. And it's just, yeah. and I think Julianne Moore? Like, just, I it's do delightful. Not remember. Such a good segment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Okay, after that we have Nightmare Cinema. Did we watch which that? I don't Well, okay, so here's the thing. I think we have. Okay. We definitely watched an anthology movie where the wraparound story was set in a movie theater. I think it was this. Okay. And we didn't like it. What does it say? It says okay, this one stars Mickey Rourke as a projectionist. Hmm. Is that ringing any bells? Not immediately. Anything else? He shows five people summoned to the cinema to watch their short movies, to watch short movies featuring themselves. Yeah, I feel like we I think did cover this. this. I feel like yeah. we did, yeah. And didn't and like it. And we probably didn't like it. All right, next we up. we don't like anything. Okay. We like very few things. We <laughs> Hey, spoiler alert. We like RoboCop. We, we love RoboCop. Basically yeah. the only thing we like. Consistent. This is the only thing we've been consistently in favor of, unless it's you know a RoboCop sequel or remake. But we love RoboCop, hey. the character. I mean, we have a good time with RoboCop two, and I love RoboCop three. I know it's bad. I know it's care. terrible, but it's a lot of fun. I'm watching it the other day. That's right. I was watching RoboCop three the other day, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that is that Jimmy James from News Radio? And it was. <laughs> Crazy cast in that movie. All right. I just like up. how with the like, what oh, yeah? an image is flipped and it like 
nobody notices. Nobody catches or pays attention. It's like, he hit him on the other side of the face. It doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> it's not a great film. Just saying, oh Stephen Root okay. was in RoboCop 3. That's all I'm saying. It's it's yeah, cool that Stephen Root, star of, you know, Fargo, the TV show. Uh, and I guess if I wanted to go real thing, No Country for Old Men was in RoboCop 3. All right. Okay, next we have The Mortuary Collection, which we did enjoy. Yeah, we did. I mean, uh, yep. not we all of the segments, the segments were ballers. We accidentally we forgot it. to talk about the segment about the guy with the the comatose <laughs> wife. Like yep. We completely forgot about one of the segments as we were talking about it. <laughs> but we did enjoy it. And, you know, Clancy Brown's a national treasure. He sure is. All right. Okay, uh, the last one is VHS 94, which we also really liked. Yeah, we loved VHS 94. Pretty solid. That's, Pretty that's solid. the one with the, uh, with the... It's the one with Ratma. It's the one with the militia. The militia. Oh, my God. My favorite segment yeah. they've ever done. Oh, yeah. so good. And the one with the crazy cyborg. We didn't like the one with the funeral. That one's pretty bad. But Funeral's the rest lame, are... but the rest of it was all gold. The rest was good. Yep. So good. Yeah, no. I, I think 94 overall, still my favorite VHS. Although we'll see what they do next year. Yeah. All right. Well, there's... it's No, it's out now, I think. Oh, it's out now? 84? Oh yeah. Or 85? Okay. I don't remember what the year is on All right. It. Look I'm forward to us sure talking about now. that in early January. <laughs> Where we cover the stuff we missed while we were doing our various theme months. Yes. Saw 10, you know. Oh. VHS 84. The various stuff we should have watched in a timely fashion, but instead we watch in January. Which has yep. become its own theme month. Catch up January? Catch up Doesn't really January. roll off the tongue. No, we're going to have to come up with a better name. I gotta say, but it's like horror anthologies. I mean, they're they're what we're here for. They're what we love, which makes me wonder, are they going to keep making those? Oh, I hope so, but I can't tell you for sure because this week's upcoming horror movie is called Squealer. Ooh, killer pig, I assume. Well, wait for it. Okay. When a local cop and an overzealous social worker follow clues on missing persons around town, stomach-churning discoveries are unearthed on a pig farm where the town butcher has been slaughtering more than livestock. Crushed it. Boom. Sorry. Very proud of myself. So, I'm really sure why. Um, it says right in the trailer, based on real events. Yeah, so we know the real events you're talking about. Fired by Robert Picton. Yep. Um, and I know at least I like in this weird place now, it's like, is it too soon? Is this inappropriate? But we watch plenty of other movies that are, you know, inspired by things that happened in also, real life. I can't stress this part enough. Criminal Minds so, did it literally one, two, three, like, four, 15 years ago. They did a Robert <laughs> Picton episode. They did. They, they did, did it right away. And it they was, they no did it in, it was a two-parter too, wasn't it? It was. Season ending two-parter. Yes. But they don't know where Sarnia is, which is a <laughs> My bummer. My favorite part of the episode? Yes. <laughs> they know it's on Ontario. They got, they got that much. Yep. That's about it. That's all we can say about that. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to pretend that wasn't very funny. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I'm... All right, well, let's see how... Uh, let's see how exploitative this winds up being, right? 
Yeah, well, I, I've been the trailer was Red Band, the one I watched, so it looks pretty disgusting. Quite a lot to show. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, he's clearly grinding up, like he's feeding his pigs women, yeah, and then feeding the pigs to people because he's a butcher. So, ew. Does that make you a cannibal by proxy? Yes, 100%. I don't think the film gets into that. I don't think these are the philosophical debates raised by Squealer. <laughs> but, you know. But yeah, just mentioned. for the record, 100% that makes you a cannibal by proxy. I cannot stress enough how this is not a thorny ethical issue. You're still a cannibal whether or not you eat the meat. Because you're going to all of this trouble to make sure people eat can uh, human thing. You're You're also a cannibal whether you do it yourself. Jesus. By the transitive property. That's what I'm saying. It is a transitive property of cannibalism. Thank you for finding the word I was searching for. All right. Okay. Uh, we did actually watch some movies this week, so we should probably talk about them. We did. So I found two what I thought were Halloween-themed anthologies on Tubi, both called Slash FM. Yep. We'll begin with the first one, Slash FM. Here is a synopsis such as it is. On Halloween, radio DJ Count Slashula introduces viewers to a bunch of short films, most of which have nothing to do with Halloween. Why is a radio DJ introducing, introducing short, short films? films that was my first question. Because <laughs> he's not saying that I'm going to tell you a story about a thing what ha that happened and then we're seeing it visualized. He's announcing short films. I was so puzzled. I didn't get that connection at all. Thank you. I thought oh. I was going crazy. Okay. I will say this, though. I mean, say what you want about Count Slashley. The guy's doing a really good Joker impression. Oh, no. It's a it's an unbelievably good Joker impression. Yeah. Like, it's Like Mark so Hamill good. Joker impression. Yeah, it's well, obviously. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's doing an impression of Heath Ledger Joker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 performance was 80% makeup. But anyway, uh no, but yeah, Mark Hamill Joker, this guy's he's got it on lock. Like to That's the point where, you know what, uh, you know, if if they if uh they need a I new mean, Mark Hamill it, Joker, let's bring this guy in. It needs a bit. I think was it Troy Baker doing it for a while? It was Troy Baker doing it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it like it needs a little tweaking, but he's he's like most, most of the way of there. The way there. No, I agree with you completely. Yeah, I think yeah. he's. I think he should be very proud of his uh, Joker performance. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's start these off. Thankfully, one of us made a list of these because yes, there's no way I'm going to remember all of these. Wrote just, them all can't. down. Okay, so for for Slash FM, the first yeah. these, I know I have the first one and last one in the correct order. The others, I don't think I have these in the right order. Okay. Um, not that it matters. But I, I made the mistake of writing them down alphabetically, which I don't know why I did that. <laughs> didn't really help anything. Anyway, sorry. So I'll stop the, making the first. The, the actual first segment is called Slash O Lantern. <laughs> and which is the Halloween segment. Like, I'll give you that. It is. It's Except a Halloween it segment. With a guy in a Christmas sweater. Yeah. Well, no, because, and this is in there, uh, the killer who had killed a bunch of people last year, killed a bunch of people in a window starting on Halloween and ending on Christmas Eve before he was killed. 
How do you know that? Because that is not in the movie. It is. It's the first thing that's said about the killer in the movie. Yes. Really? 100%. Yes. I was paying attention. One of us was. Huh. Uh, I guess I wasn't. That was that was what I... You were the one in that one of us was. You were the one who wasn't paying attention. <laughs> in case that wasn't clear. Uh, so anyway, yes. this kid has a dream about, like... Uh, and it's his brother. His Yeah. It's not mentioned. I know for sure that isn't mentioned in the movie, that that is, in fact, his brother in the yeah. Christmas sweater. Yes. Uh, I got that one from the internet. Ah. Um, so he's having a dream. The movie begins in a dream. And then this kid wakes up. And it's Halloween. Yeah. And then I guess he has, like, another brother who's going to a Halloween party. Stepbrother. And he goes out of his way to say. The- Oh, that's right. Again. Then the the kid is at home answering the door for trick or treaters, and then a killer shows up and kills him, and that's the end of the movie. No, he doesn't kill him. He tries to kill him, and then the the brother comes back with the gun kills he somebody. brought for his costume. Right? Uh, he kills the brother who comes back with the costume. He cuts off oh, his right, head. Oh, right, the brother then, shoots, right. Yeah, shoots him, shoots and then he's like, killer. no, he's not really dead, and then, yeah. And he also kills someone who shows up at the door for trick-or-treating, That's right, like. that's who gets yeah. killed. Yes. And yeah, and the brother comes up, and they shoot the hell out of the the Michael Myers-style figure, and that's where it ends. It's anyway. not very good. Well, there's, like, no story. No, there's, and that's what I was getting at. There's literally yeah. no story whatsoever. Uh, it's, it's literally just a guy is giving out full-size candy bars for Halloween, but unfortunately the full-size candy bars are Almond Joy, which no one should ever eat. So I wasn't exactly on his side. (laughs) It is literally just a pile of coconut with an almond on top. Who would eat that? So you don't like, you know, you know, you don't like mounds, you don't like bounty, you just don't like coconut chocolate bars? I hate coconut. Oh. And I, and I, I know I say this a lot, but... Canada did a, a reality TV show called, you know, Canada's Next Best Hottest Dessert, right? Really? Oh, yeah. It was, this was years what ago. What was this? It, it was years and years ago, right? And what they did was they were trying to promote, it was P, like PC paid for it. That's our uh, national chain of grocery products, right? They paid for it. And the idea was that whoever won this next hot dessert, it was actually going to be sold in PC stores. And do you know what won this? Something with coconut, I'm assuming. No. Given your... No, no, no. This is is the point I'm getting at. All you had to do to win an entire televised six-part competition about coming up with the best dessert (laughs) was to take the coconut out of Nanaimo bars. Seriously? That's what he did. Oh, well, but he also drizzled sea salt and caramel on top of the Nanaimo bars. Yeah, but what matters is that he took the coconut out. No, that is lazy as shit. Absolutely (laughs) not. That's my point. But you fix Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars. No, I like Nanaimo bars. Three things people love. A brownie, a bunch of icing, and chocolate on top. And then you screw it up by adding a ton of coconut. Custard is an important part of the Nanaimo bar. It's not a brownie. You don't even know anything. (laughs) It's a brownie with coconut in it at the bottom. And if you try to claim it's anything else, people will call you a liar. Sorry, uh, that has been our baking roundup. Next up, we have <laughs> segment two. Okay, so again, I'm pretty sure these are out of order now. But then there's a segment called Five Minute Dating. It's speed dating. Call yeah, speed why dating. are they calling it Five Minute Dating? It's not I didn't like speed dating has been copyrighted. It's just a word you can use and say. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem there at all. This might have actually been the second one. 
Uh, it is a cute little segment. The message of with it, of which is do judge books by their covers. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yes. If someone Ladies, looks like a creepy murderer. Go with your gut. <laughs> go with your gut. Trust He's, your instincts. The creepy, weird looking dude is in fact a creepy, weird dude. So stay away from him. Stay the hell away from Doesn't him. Doesn't matter how smooth or posh his accent is. Also, he's got slash in his name. It It is his name. It it's is not in his, his name. name. Well, no, but it I'm sure he's got a last name, name as well. But yes. He just says slash. It's slash. Yeah. Slash, he's, slash. If he looks like, I mean, he's very obviously like designed. He's well, no, he's designed to look like Cropsey from The Burning. Like that's that's the famous oh. character they were basing okay. that on. Except he's okay. Cropsey with, with a monocle and a posh accent. <laughs> Which is, I mean, is a very funny idea, and I did really enjoy that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, I don't it's, know if the monocle helps. I feel no. like it hinders. If anything, it makes honest. it worse. It makes you just focus on how wrong the rest of his face is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is a very fun segment. It's cute. Like it's it's legitimately ah, very cute. You know, and it doesn't wear out its welcome. No, it is mercifully short. Yeah. It's, it does it, have that going for it. But, you know, there's um, not a lot of content here either. No. No, no. there really isn't. It, it has one joke. It comes in. He's got a jacked up face. She's got a jacked up face. Does having a jacked up face make you a monster? Yes. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, then we have something. It's just called Elevator. Yep. Um, and I thought this was really weird. It's super weird. And I don't think I liked it, to be Me honest. Neither. I don't think it was good. No. It's just uh, a lady and a dude who are both fantasizing about being horny for murder. And, and, they, both, the... but, and they are. No, they're not fantasizing yeah. about being No, but they're, fan- they're both horny for murder and they're fantasizing about each other. Yes. Uh, and it turns out that they both are, in fact, murderers. So that's oh, nice. Yeah, it's cute. And, um, you know, oh, no. they find each other. But literally the story. only good thing in the entire segment... I didn't like it very much is, and you probably know what I'm going to say. A, first off, it's an elevator with only eight buttons. Well, no, (laughs) only eight buttons on it. And yet they're on it forever. And yet she gets on and says floor nine. And then like, no, she says eight. Oh, she says eight. But the point is like, she says eight. What, no matter what buttons this guy's told to press, he presses a completely arbitrary button on the thing. Well, so, so she says floor eight and he presses the bottom left and then like yeah. the janitor gets on his like crown floor and he presses the top right button. So and I found that reverse. very funny. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was weird too. I couldn't figure out what was going on with those elevator buttons. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, but I found it to be the funniest <laughs> joke in there. I'm just pressing whatever button. I was just very distracted by all the graffiti. I'm like, oh, I want to read the graffiti in the elevator. I don't care about <laughs> They're meat cute. Like, yeah, your little serial killer meat cute. <laughs> yeah, not a great segment. Nope. All right, next up. Okay, next we have Rideshare. Oh, yeah. So this is, she's a Lyft driver, yeah. and she sacrifices her fare to, I wrote down the word, something. Yeah, Cause it's to uh, baby doll clear. heads in the woods. Because she gets, so I guess, like, her app, 
So, so she delivers a guy to his destination, and then yeah. all the power goes off in her car, and then her phone screen lights up, and she freaks the fuck out. Yeah. And then the power come back on, comes back on. She changes out her license plate, and now she's like clearly picking and choosing who she's going to pick up. Yeah. Because um, she's been told it's time to murder. It's time to murder. But it's like, I don't... Why? Um, who? Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't have any of these... None of these questions are answered. Who is who is accepting drinks from strangers? Like that's crazy. This is a second rideshare horror movie we've seen with that. Yeah, about kill like people getting killed because they accepted drinks from strangers. Like I've never taken a rideshare. Is that a thing that happens? No, it's not. The only time I was offered a drink by a driver was like a legit like like car service oh, where okay. he. You know, he like the man wears a uniform and picks you up in a really nice car that's been detailed not two hours before he showed up at your door and you paid a lot of money for the yeah. service. I didn't pay for this. I just want to make that clear. I don't have a car <laughs> service that comes and drives me around places. This was offered to me by a friend. We were going to the same place. Okay. Um, so he's like, oh, can my driver come and pick you up? And I was like, yes, he can. 100%. Thank you very much. <laughs> And I was offered a bottle of water and it was not laced with anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny because, and the weird thing, weirdest thing for me about this segment was at the end, like Count Slashula is like saying, make some comment about how maybe it's, uh, maybe you shouldn't mind paying those high taxi prices if the risk for rideshare is getting killed. And I'm like, on what planet is it cheaper to get a rideshare than it is to get a taxi? Lots of planets. Oh, it is so not. Like, Uber is so much yes. more expensive than my local taxi. How do you know? You've never Ubered anywhere. I talk to people you... about what they cost. it costs them to get downtown in their Ubers. They're like $26. I'm like, it costs me like 12 when I take a taxi. And what time are you traveling downtown in that taxi cab? I don't know, like 4 in the afternoon, 3 in the afternoon. Mm. Well, I mean, taxis, it doesn't change what it costs based on time of day. It's awesome. Things just cost what they cost. No, uh, but it's the taxi, it's your fare is based on your distance and your time. Yeah. So if you're caught in traffic, that taxi ride is going to cost you a lot more. Oh, that's true. I do agree with that. But there, you're never going to be downtown, right, at two in the morning and someone's going to say, it'll cost you 85 bucks to get home if you go with a taxi. And that will well, happen. Okay. To you so here, Uber. so here's a story for you just recently. Yeah. At the airport, have to get to the hotel, right. and the uh, hotel shuttle isn't running because oh. <laughs> they don't run all day long for some dumb reason. That's insane. So there's a bunch of taxi drivers, and I'm like, how much to get to the hotel? And the guy's like, what did he say? 25 euro. And I'm like, absolutely not. That's way too much. So called an Uber, and it was 13 euro. Oh, my God. So there you go. Yeah, it is and the reason the reason there is that um, in Europe, uh, Uber hasn't like gotten its hooks in and started destroying the taxi industry yet. So they're still having fakely low prices the way they started to in America. Fakely, it wasn't fake. I for real paid thirteen no, euros. Well, no, but it's not based on the market. <laughs> they're massively under. They they are paying the drivers, right? irrespective of what the drivers charge for the uh for the rides to get people to drive for them and then they're undercharging anyway, for the rides I'm, to get people as to someone use. who uses uber a lot i am satisfied with the service 
And okay. you have your options of like, you know, if you want a cheaper ride, you have that available to you. Yes, so. you have taxis, which again, you're probably not no, going to get picked up by a murderer. Just putting it out there. Cheaper car. All right. Next up. Uh, after that, we have, oh, save yourself. I liked this one. This one was fun. Best one. Best one. Best one. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. yes. The other yeah. big, uh, the other big elaborate comedy one was kind of fun. Save yourself is by far the best segment of both movies. Yeah. Agreed. Loved it, loved it, uh, loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute and so fun. Pizzard. <laughs> oh, the pizzard. Pig lizard. Pi- yes, pizzard. which they call a pizzard. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, this is this is crazy. a horror comedy the way you like it, right? This is this yes. is what we want out of a horror comedy. <laughs> Just like crazy nonsense constant jokes uh an understanding of the genre like the right uh understanding of the tropes of the genre uh literally like i'm sorry that moment like i i found this funny right but that moment where the 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 reporter is asking the mayor like uh you know if if he can handle the the pizzard situation. He's like, did I? You know, it's like somebody else asked me a question, and so another qu- guy asks him, "Can you That's handle the exact the- same question?" The exact same question. <laughs> and the mayor attacks him. I'm like, oh my god, this is so great. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah, that was good. They are so nailing it. Like they are nailing. <laughs> where's my it. Where's my breakfast sandwich? <laughs> Doesn't care about anything, just wants his breakfast sandwich. Which then pays off. Which pays off. There is a payoff for the breakfast sandwich. There's a sandwich. payoff for the breakfast sandwich joke. <laughs> I did, was not expecting there to be a payoff for the breakfast no. sandwich joke. Oh my god, this is like I don't want to this is the crazy part. You can watch this for free on Tubi now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I don't want to spoil it because this is so funny. It's good. It is good. It's worth like you gotta slog through some stuff before you get to save yourself, but it's yeah. good. It's good. It's worth watching. Honestly, just skip ahead until you get to save yourself. Yeah, I don't think yeah, you have you to slog. Here. It's an anthology. It, you're not going to miss anything if you skip ahead. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it's like right. the main character yeah. who's terrified of cats, which then informs the <laughs> weapon he chooses in an unbelievably <laughs> funny way. Oh my god. Oh my god. And yep. uh, and she and maybe the best ever use of the word, like the maybe the best ever use of the term. Jesus, you sound like my wife. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. So no, good. it's it's magnificent. Like I didn't know what I was getting into with this one. This this segment made the entire movie slash FM worth watching. The fact oh. that I stumbled on this thing. It's that yeah. funny. Okay, well, we got two more to go, and it's uh, diminishing yeah. returns. It really so is. then we have another kind of co- horror comedy segment called I Love You So Much It's Killing Them. Yeah. And I thought this one had potential. It does. But it, it didn't. Really does. it didn't quite get there in the end, which is a bit of a bummer. No, it's too bad that it doesn't land it, but she's very good. Yes. I liked her a lot. Like, I thought she did a really good job, but fundamentally... It doesn't land in an entertaining way, and I think it is a problem, but it it I'll say this. It had a lot of ambition and hustle. Yes. It really does. Yeah. It is so 
quickly edited and blasts through everything it's trying to do so quickly, I was legit impressed. Mm-hmm. Like it's it it puts the gas right at the start with her as a little girl killing people, and then it just goes for it. Although I would argue that accounting is a type of math. It is definitely a type of math, yes. So and say, I love three things: math, accounting, and killing people. I'm like those are two things. Well, maybe she just means like the mechanics of her job, like because there's math. She really and loves like, being an accountant. She does. She is a big fan of accountancy. <laughs> That's the right word, right? I'm not saying that wrong. Uh, I really hope that was right. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's. It is fun. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a fun punchline. Yeah. Like, I know what they thought they were doing by having, like, she gives him all of these gifts and then people think he's the killer. But it doesn't, it doesn't really pay off Mm -hmm. for her character. No, well, no, it doesn't pay off for her character. There is a good moment, though, because she talks about female serial killers and she gets upset when... All oh of her killings are attributed to a man, and then there's a scene where she's she has just killed somebody. She and a drew cop a rolls death. Up. The cops show up. She puts <laughs> her hands like, up. Where did bloody he go? Knife in her hand. Where did the man? Where did the killer go? That way. <laughs> okay, that was that's good, and the, it's it's legitimately a very funny that, moment. Yes, so, yeah, so I, I liked that a lot. Uh, but yeah, the rest of it does not have that level of wit, and that kind of thing doesn't really pay off as much as you want it to at the end. Mm-hmm. Which is too bad, because again, yeah. it's a really great performance from her. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I haven't seen her before, don't know who she is. She did great here. Mm-hmm. She's really funny and really, like, yeah. has the exact right tone of the over-enthusiastic crazy lady. And when she's (laughs) finally spending time with her crush, like her reaction to how she's picked, how she's entirely projected a personality onto the most basic dude in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's a very funny scene. It's just, that's the, like the payoff of that is the funniest scene. And then it doesn't really have anything to go to afterwards. And so that's the climax, and then it just kind of dribbles to a stop, which is too bad, because by comparison, you know, uh, Save Yourself, really, really good ending. Yes, yeah. And really, really good denouement after the climax. Yeah. I cannot say enough good things about Save Yourself. Like, it is... (laughs) Oh, pigzard. All right, one more to go. Okay. The last one is Pathosis. Oh, which is also the last actual last segment. Yes, yes, I know. I told you, I got the first and the last one's correct. Oh, yeah, you the were others, right. The others, I you don't did. know if they're in the right order. It wasn't good. No, and it's like that thing that we hate where it's like, oh, are they crazy or are they really seeing ghosts? What's <sighs> going on here? Also, do these people not know they're living in a haunted house? I guess. Like, what the hell? Uh, I'm just going to say it. If the last line of your movie is, bring it, motherfuckers. You probably made a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's not very good. Like, because I, I know this is weird that I expect it to mean something, but it's like the central conflict of him bringing home a uh, a girl that his mother doesn't approve of 
has nothing to do with what's going on. They want you to think it is because maybe she's going crazy and is only projecting her, you know, and her, you know, worry about this mother-in-law accepting her into thinking her mother-in-law is a real demon, but then her mother-in-law is just possessed by a demon. So, Yeah. What's the payoff? Yep. This has nothing to do with anything. No, nothing at all. Yeah, so uh ends ends badly, but I'm gonna say it, the whole thing is worth it just if you can watch. Just for save yourself. Save yeah. yourself. Which again, we didn't tell you what it was because that's how good this segment is. <laughs> just go just don't even worry about the rest of it. Just go watch this segment. It's so yes. good. All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next up. So now we have slash FM. Too. And still, it's still a radio DJ Count Slashula. I was so happy when Count Slashula was back. Movies to us. Still no explanation as to how or why that's happening. <laughs> uh, these ones are in order. Yes. Okay, good. I mean, nothing so, that matters you... again. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it's just, you know, it's nice to be able to talk about them in the yeah, order totally. in which we watch them. All right, so the first one is called Screaming, and I'm pretty sure this is just a Scream fan film that they found and then put into this anthology. Well, no, I think all of these, like, I don't think, found I think somewhere. all of these are like, someone said, I'm putting together an anthology, submit your you short got? horror films or horror comedies. Uh-huh. Like, 100%, that's that's how all of these got in here. I don't yeah. think Count anyway. Slashula is making these movies. No, uh, I'm not, and that's not what I'm suggesting. But it's like, but yes, like a completely unrelated, yeah. To the to yeah. the point where you're watching, it, it's like, are you allowed to just do Scream? You're just remaking the opening of Scream. Yeah, but again, and, if it if this just if this began and this maybe ended its life as a fan movie, yeah, I think you're allowed to just do stuff like that. Yeah, but it's like I I was a little frustrated watching because I'm like. Like, you don't get any bonus points for just doing Scream again, except the characters have seen the film Scream. I've seen Scream. Because you know yeah. who did that? Scream 2. <laughs> That's literally the plot of Scream 2, is everybody has seen the movie Stab. Stab, yeah. Have you have you forgotten that part? But, but this film is trying to out-scream Scream. They're trying to be more clever. But it's not. But it's so much worse yeah it's it's just not good like just hang up the fucking phone yeah if you There's know no you're in screen, you. right just hang yeah. up the phone and, and so it's just it's annoying that the movie doesn't even realize that about itself it's like oh you love scream so much but you couldn't even you couldn't close the deal on the one thing that screwed like the one door screen left wide open you couldn't just shut that yeah hang just, up the phone call just the hang police up the phone. <laughs> oh my god yeah you're supposed to be about horror fans you didn't understand that it was very weird and uh i'm i'm you know i'm sure these guys are too low budget to uh to have any concern but you know they might get sued by funland or dimension their guys are very protective of the ghost face mask i don't know these are pretty like this is small no, potatoes. it's so it's low budget. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so low budget that nobody's going to care. But like, don't think you can and put then, the ghost face mask yeah. in your movie. But then Dimension just looks like an asshole. It's like you're going after a bunch of guys no, it's who not di- it's, love it's your property so much they want to made their own version of it with, you know, the 50 bucks they had between them. And you're going to come after them for that? Weirdly, that it's not like Dimension. It's Fun World. 
Although I, I'm pretty sure Dimension has a deal where, like, Fun World can't license the mask to a competing horror movie. But, like, mm-hmm. they can license it anywhere else they want to. But they just can't license it to a horror movie. Man, right. I just found out everything about the history of that mask, and it is a fascinating story. <laughs> because it was just... It's so funny, right? Because the design, it's a stolen design. Okay. Like, the the guys from Fun World just went to a convention and took photographs of another company's designs and handed them to their artists and be like, copy these. Oh, my and God. And then they released the mask. And then uh, Marianne Maddalena, while scouting houses for Scream, saw it in one of the houses. Like, oh, this would be perfect for the movie. And... <laughs> So they went to Fun World and they were like, uh, can we license this for the thing? And Fun World's like, oh, F, we better copyright that mask design now. Because <laughs> to them, it was just one of their many ripoff products. Right. Oh, my God. And now Fun World has makes most of its money marketing the mask from Scream, a design they stole. Wow. To the point where, and this is the crazy part I found out, it's the best-selling Halloween mask of all time. Really? Yeah. Every year, people buy hundreds of thousands of screen masks. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It is the most popular Halloween mask ever. So, yeah. So, yeah. Just just uh, some fun facts I learned. The problem is, like, the guy who designed it never sued Fun World. So you can't make one of those docudramas, like the Nike movie and the yeah. well, Cheetos bad. movie or whatever the other ones are. But it's like, because... The guys who made it were like, oh, look, they used our mask for this Scream movie because they didn't know all of the behind the world scumbaggery that uh, Fun <laughs> that Fun World had done. So they just assumed, oh, it's a movie. Who? How could they have possibly guessed it was going to be this giant, un, un, right. like, unbelievably yeah. popular franchise? And Fun World would start making all of its money from marketing their design. Yeah. No one could have predicted that. So, yeah, it's too bad for them, though. All right. Mm. Next up. Okay. So after that, we have the guests. I loved the idea. That oh, yeah. The, that was creepy. So it, it's yeah. like this. It's sort of like, I guess, almost like an urban legend, this one. Oh, totally. So someone it's gets very like much a creepy like, phone to the call point where that I'm says. Like, I, I, I was weird because I was watching it. And I'm like, this kind of almost sounds like, like, is this something from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? It has that kind right, of creepy. Right. And wait till Martin comes. Yes, that is exactly what it Thank is. Thank you. Okay, good. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Wait till Martin comes. Yeah. Wait till that, Martin comes. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> That's so much the vibe of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really creepy premise. Super creepy premise, but yeah, as I said, bad on the follow through. Yeah. It doesn't pay off well, and it's, I don't know why they did that ridiculous shaky cam nonsense in it. Because yeah. I kind of like the costume. You got a couple of good images in there, but the payoff just isn't that interesting. Yeah. But hey, didn't waste our time. It's not that no. long. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it that. Uh, All right. Okay. So after that, we have Rubes, which I enjoyed. Which one was Rubes? That's the two guys who built the Rube Goldberg device. Oh, yeah. That was so cute. <laughs> that one was actually very funny. It was very <laughs> funny. No, I liked that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Quite good. Yeah, no, that was that one was just solid. I think actually the best of uh the second batch. It's really oh, short. Film? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. fair to say. It's the one that has the clearest intent in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? It has it knows exactly what it wants to do, it gets it, it gets out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And it's good. I, it's extremely it's well shot. Those two guys are great. Yeah. Like some very good funny. setups and good punchlines as well. Oh yeah. Like in the script and the way they shot it and cut it together. It's I think it's a really good little film. Yeah, it's as short films go. I was very, very happy with this one completely. Yeah. Okay. Okay, after that we have The Monster in the Desert. I have no idea what was going on in this movie. Oh, you mean the one that left my head as I was watching it? (laughs) So she lives on a trailer and there's a monster in the desert. And And that's that's it? That's, that's, oh, that's the whole thing. That was the whole thing. Okay. I don't understand why she had, why is she expecting trick-or-treaters? She's in the middle of the fucking desert. She's in a, I mean, hey, first, happy that it was Halloween themed. Like, happy that we got at least one. Yeah, so there was a, yep. You're right. I was wrong. There was (laughs) one other Halloween thing, but it's like, you live in a trailer in the desert. Yeah. Who's coming around trick-or-treating? Like, the coyotes? Like Also, I thought she took the bucket indoors. Yeah, me too. Okay, so it, was, it wasn't just me misremembering it. She does yeah. take it inside. Because when she goes back outside and she's the candy dumped all over the ground, I'm like... Didn't you bring that in with you? Inside. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're misremembering the same way. Because, again, it's not great. But, yeah. No. It's, it's a very annoying segment. And it's one of those things like, we're watching. like, what is this monster? Like, why is it why, here? What's what it doing? What does that like, have to do with your boyfriend killing himself? Like, yeah. what? Maybe I don't understand anything ghost? about this movie. And then, of course, it has to have that like wreck being dragged into the darkness oh, thing that everybody God. loves. Thanks to thanks for showing us that again. Yeah. Well, All right. Next up. Okay. Then we have Boinks and the Geezer, which isn't a bad idea, but no, again, it's like not. not a not a great execution, and it's way too long. Oh, it goes on forever. And yeah. uh yeah, it's it's so weird watching Boinks and the Geezer, right? Uh Cheezer. The Cheezer. No, it's Geezer. It is Geezer. Yes. Because he's an old man. The... Oh, no, he I dresses like an old man. He's a yeah, he geezer. He does dress like an old man, yeah, okay. But anyway, Boinks and the Geezer. Um, yeah, the thing about it was, as I'm watching, I'm like, you know, having just watched Save Yourself, I'm like, oh, so this is what happens if you fail at that. <laughs> like <laughs> Because, yeah. like, we didn't mention, but, like, the the running time of the running time of Save Yourself, it's the longest segment in the first one, but you don't feel it you at all. You don't feel it. No. No. It's really so don't. good that you don't feel like it's they're wasting your time. Whereas this one, it just drags and drags, and they're doing the same thing that Save Yourself did, where they're trying to do these very specific jokes about these kinds of horror movies. Like the guy who chides the other guy for, like, standing out in the middle of a field <laughs> like what is that yeah. going to accomplish they could just see you and call the cops okay so like the two do so these the blocks and the geezer they're um they're killers and yeah. they kill people who order pizza yeah okay fine um so they decide but well, no, they like, also the kill guy, a pizza delivery man they kill a pizza kill delivery them, man so and so the guy can, who orders the pizza yes yeah. That doesn't work though, because the pizza delivery man is the person who takes the pizza order from the pizza customer. Yeah, it's the pizza weird. delivery man is just dispatched to deliver the pizza. I think they it's follow the driver. 
I think they follow the driver when the driver no, stops. He they kill the, the driver. Oh, and it takes a pizza order. Oh yeah, they would have had to already <laughs> kill him. You're right. <laughs> so anyway. I guess they um, I guess they go to this insane thing that doesn't really exist, one person pizza shops, where the <laughs> same person cooks and delivers the pizza, and they kill the guy at the pizza shop, and then they wait for the order and then they go and Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. So but but to the point of like standing out in the middle of the of the lawn where anyone inside the house can see you, a person leaves the house and then yeah. they have to run away. But the person leaves the house to pee. It's like, yeah. the house is full of bathrooms. Why are you going outside to pee on the front step? I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> so even just like the setup for the joke is bad. Yeah, it didn't work in the least. Yeah. That was very frustrating. And um I know I did like the TikTok of how to summon a demon. That was it fun. was, but I mean, the thing is, and this is me just being, you know, maybe maybe I hate joy, but it's like those TikToks are for like ten year olds. Why are a group of like college students watching a TikTok about how to summon a demon? Like you this would is not TikTok about how to summon a demon, of course you would. Everybody would watch that. Oh my god. Well, it's like that is a very popular TikTok community of like people doing spooky stuff for ten year olds. So I just found it a little weird that no, although, spooky stuff for children of all ages. Okay, I guess. And I think I'm very far from this demographic, this. but you are not so good. There, um, yeah, I don't actually have TikTok, um, but would again, it would be funny if it's like. If all the TikToks she scrolls are about demon summoning and she's that trying to find something that actually works. That would, that be would funny, actually but... have been very funny, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I do like that they also have a TikTok to banish demons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, the how nice. demons, because it is just serial killers show up at the evil dead house. That's the premise of this. Yeah. Right. Uh, and honestly, like, uh, kind of, um, kind of funny. Uh, but no, it doesn't. I, think, the jokes like, don't I land. can see where it could be funny. Yeah, like the jokes don't land. It all take. It all really drags. It's not like super not tight. Jerks, the so way. I don't care. Yeah, you know, it's not super tight. I'm not interested in these characters. Like nope. so I did like though how the guy who dresses on hot dog when he takes the hot dog costume and puts on his regular clothes, his shirt also has hot dogs on it. That's <laughs> that a nice joke. <laughs> But it's like you're you're asking me to go quite a stretch when your main characters are two serial killers, right? You're gonna have to make them very interesting or very funny for me to get over yeah. the fact that I'm watching serial killers. Yeah, they need to be likable, and they weren't. And they're just not. Although uh, I did like the one joke I did really like from the two of them was uh the the one guy saying you know it's like you want to murder you know it's like you want to murder people as much as i do so it's like no i just want to deliver pizza I'm just going along with this because it's the only way i can deliver pizza i thought like that was dream legitimately job. Funny. his dream job is delivering pizza and this is the only way he can do it is by teaming up with a pizza delivery a serial killer. killer i thought that was a very funny idea I don't know why, but I actually thought that was a very fun idea. He also likes ringing doorbells. Yes, he also likes ringing doorbells and running away. And but, like, I believe him. He really sold the line. I do believe that he likes to ring doorbells and run away. 
he definitely likes that part of the serial killer experience when you creepily <laughs> ring the doorbell and then there's nobody there. That part he loves. Yeah, ring ring a doorbell. Big fan. Yeah, okay. So yeah, not not a great segment, but but at least it was way too long. Wait, no, no, that's the opposite of what I meant. And it was way too long. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then after that we have I really wrote down the English title. I didn't bother with the Spanish one. Or yeah. this poor Italian, because it's supposed to be a yellow. Yeah. For a razor in the throat. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, a woman crams a razor into a guy's mouth. Yeah. This one, I don't know. It's artistic, I suppose. Well, no, like they wanted to do something artistic, and they do the ref their reference to Shin and Lou and the the scratched up eyeball. And like, I I can see what they're doing, but it's like, that's not why I'm here, bro. You know? Yeah, I'm here for a Halloween themed, uh, you know, horror anthology. Conscience. And yeah. since I didn't get one, I'm here for just a fun horror anthology nonsense. But it's like, <laughs> you're going to give me a little horror art film? No, thank you. Mm, Super yeah. not interested, guys. It right. felt, honestly, it felt like an ABCs of Death segment. R is her oh, razor. Damn. There is, by the way, there is no, there is no low, like more brutal thing she can say than comparing you to ABCs of Death. Like well, is, the first one, the second one was actually like the second there's one actually had a bunch of good segments, in some the decent one. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They really fixed it with that yeah. second one. All right, <laughs> all right. Okay, finally, this brings us to the last one. Mercifully, friends don't die. Yes, they do, especially <laughs> when they're attacked by zombies. So this is a battle of the bands during a zombie Also. It sets itself up as a comedy, but it ain't funny. Yeah, I didn't understand why it, they start trying to do a comedy and then it becomes just a drama. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm su- was I supposed to be taking this seriously? And it doesn't have an ending. No, it doesn't have an ending. Like, uh, it ends, but there's it no stops, ending. But it's like, it stops. Wait, Thank if, you. if yes. I'm supposed to be taking this seriously, why are you doing the Michael Bay style character, style character introductions? Right, which I enjoy. Yeah. I like that for, stuff. I think it's fun. I'm like, oh, it is it's fun. It's going to be a fun movie about a battle during a zompocalypse. And it turns out to be just a really serious traumatic movie about a battle of the pants during a <laughs> zompocalypse. Like, not what I signed up for. No, no. And it's like, <laughs> it's this weird thing where, like, I feel like you wanted us to get really invested in, in these characters for any of this to matter, but you don't have enough time and you don't have the material to get that done. And also, it's a big it problem. But it, it, like, again, it's just sort of like, I can see what could have been because like their basis shows up. They think he's drunk. He's actually in the process of turning into a zombie. I'm like, no, the joke is right there. Yeah. They go on stage. He becomes a zombie during the set and yep. he crushes it. And Absolutely. The because again, and I mean, I know I don't want to insult bass players, but very much it's something you could see a zombie doing. Exactly. Like just strumming exactly. those beats, stumming that repetitive bass line. That would have been oh. very funny. It's not yeah. funny, though. And it has no interest in trying to be funny. 
it has interest oh, in being a relationship drama about a brother and sister. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Although, do you know what my first thought was? That, and I know this is crazy. I thought what they were competing for was like, whose music is best at pacifying zombies? And oh, I thought that, that the good. audience was all zombies that they were playing for. Mm. I and mean, I it would have been great. If, I mean, but the audience turns into zombies. So yeah. again, it would have been good if they found out their music does in fact pacify zombies. I'm like, and it's like, oh, okay, this is how we get out of this. Yeah, and he and has it's that. Like, <laughs> he's got that What's he called it? Like, the word he. What was the word he had for the pedal? Oh, right. It wasn't red alert. Something not red alert or like escape, escape plan. Something, yeah. Something along, like, yeah. Anyway, it had But what bothered me, right? What yeah. what bothered me with it is I'm watching this and I'm like, because they do the comparison of the the audience just kind of glumly swaying to the zombies outside or the zombie outside, and I'm like, oh. And then when I realized it was just you know a battle of the bands and it wasn't about performing the zombies, I honestly thought the joke was going to be. That, like, people were going to get zombified in the audience and they were still going to keep, like, swaying like a drugged out audience and no one was going to notice the audience was full of zombies. I got great. It would have been a great joke. That would have been a very funny joke. Again, there's a lot of ways to make a lot of very funny jokes with this premise. And it's like, and the way they went with this was serious character drama. Where the woman's like, oh, they suck so bad, just kill me now. And there's a zombie beside her. He's like, okay. I know. Like, like, okay, that's, that's legitimately it? funny. But there were, it doesn't belong so in this. It's legitimately good joke. <laughs> but it should have been. I think it wanted no, it to be. It should have been. Absolutely. It didn't, just didn't know how to make that happen. It's, very, it's a very frustrating movie, yeah. consequently. So, yeah, that was Slash FM 2, which was also technically about halloween yes <laughs> as experiments go uh this was not a fantastic one nope. but at least we did our best uh we did our best and we got to see save yourself so yeah so made it all worthwhile uh um, so we're go we're doing something slightly weird next week uh because i found a perfect halloween thing but i have to give everybody some prep Okay. Because I know work. nobody remembers this show but me. <laughs> so, <laughs> when the se second season of the Scream TV show ended, I was very ticked off because it ended on a giant cliffhanger and then, like, they did a new story for season three. What I didn't know, because I don't have, like, MTV, I'm not a 12 year old, right? What I didn't realize was God. the show stopped airing in August and then two full months later, for Halloween at that same year, they did a two-hour finale to the whole series, which was Halloween-themed. So we're going to be watching that next week. The last two episodes of season two of the Scream TV show. Uh, it's called, the episodes are called Halloween 1 and Halloween 2. Uh, Halloween and Halloween 2, the joke, of course, being that every episode of the Scream TV show was named after a famous horror movie. Mm-hmm. Something most people don't know, because I'm the only person who remembers that show. So all you need to know, I'm just going to quickly give everybody a reminder of the plot of this show in case you don't remember. Okay, so 20-some years ago, Brandon James, a guy, uh, a weirdo with a messed up face, 
had gone out to have uh, plastic surgery to fix his messed up face, right? And then for reasons that were never fully explained, on Halloween night, he went nuts and murdered everybody in his high school. Just like murdered like 25 people and then like got what? shot and disappeared into the river. Okay, so. That's great. But, and this is key. You saw that movie already. <laughs> that was that one Omar F's. Right, I know. Yes, and 100% the movie we watched a little while ago. I know, it's actually very similar to the Scream TV show. <laughs> now that I say it out loud, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so, um, now, we cut to 20 odd years later, right? And uh, the the girl who was uh, the, the one teen who was friendly with Brandon James all those years ago, her daughter is now at the center of a group of teens being stalked by the screen killer who wears a mask based on the, the face mask that Brandon James wore to cover his jacked up face from the surgery. And again, the key part is his face was repaired, but because the bandages and the mask never came off, nobody knows what he looks like. Okay. And so uh, the killer in the first season turned out to be uh, the main character's half-sister, the daughter that Brandon James had with her mother, the only one who was nice to her as a kid. Her dad uh, ran off um, when he found out about, like, tried to deal with the fact that she had a secret daughter with a killer, and then had another daughter who was the main character of uh, the show. And that daughter was, uh, that dad was played by Tom Everett Scott, who was a, a drunk who tried to come back and people thought he might be the killer, but then it turned out he wasn't, he was just a drunk. Or maybe he's actually Brandon James and that's what he looks like now. Who knows? Uh, we never got any closure. That's what I'm hoping to get out of this. Now, that whole thing about uh, the daughter and the half-daughter and the other daughter, you'll recognize that as being the exact plot of Scream 5. That's right. Scream 5 was largely ripped off of the plot of the Scream TV show. Oh, my God. I know, I know people didn't realize at the time because I'm the only one person uh. who watched and remembers this TV show. Uh, in the second season, the killer returned. And it turned out uh, to be Kieran, the boyfriend of the main character, who had been working with the original killer throughout the first season. And he just kept the killing going. And as I said at the time, she was such a bad girlfriend that I was fine with him being the killer and killing her and all of her friends. Like, she is the worst <laughs> girlfriend in the world in season okay. two. You have to watch sure. it to believe how bad a person she is. All right. So it ends with Kieran being captured, but not killed. And the last thing that happens in the uh, the season, and you'll see why I was so ticked about this, is he gets a phone call from someone who claims that this guy, Kieran, had no right to be wearing his mask. Okay. Suggesting that Brandon James is on the phone and we're finally going to get a reveal of who he is in this last two-part movie. Okay. Now... That is, you are now completely caught up with the plot of Scream the TV series, and we are all ready to next week watch the two-hour movie, season two, uh, season two finale. I am more excited about this than I should be. <laughs> yes, you are. All right. So, uh, but yeah, and uh, literally, like, I mean, um, the difference is that, uh, of course, Sam in the... Um, uh, the Scream 5 is the heroine and not the villain. 
Uh, and the vil- her motive was she had been given away from adoption and never knew her mother, and now she wanted revenge on the sister who the mother kept. So, you know, it's it's not the same motivation or character identity, but the central conceit that there are two sisters and one of uh two half sisters and one of them is the uh one of them is the daughter of a serial killer and the other and the other one is traumatized by the fact that their father left because uh that her father left because of the trauma of this reality that is all lifted directly from the screen tv show okay so yeah i'm just saying it's more influential than people realize also i'm just saying we might watch scream season three later because apparently tony todd's in it oh my god i i have bad taste in television i guess is what i'm trying to put out there so we are now all caught up for next week before we get there though is there any random crap you would like people to check out narcissism you mean yes sorry narcissism you'd like people to watch oh my god Uh, i got too excited about scream i'm not gonna pretend i didn't sure did that's what exactly happened i'm Um, very excited to watch this movie and i've been waiting and waiting until we were ready to watch it Oh my god. Okay, right. no, I don't think I have any narcissism. Uh for watch. me, check out the Hidden Object Guru content and you know, uh I just had a video game come out called Mzombed, uh, which you can check out on my Steam page of the Hoguru game. So yeah. Brand new video game I worked on. Check that bad boy. Right. Fun. It's quite exciting. So uh, I th- guess we'll see you back here next week for Scream Season 2, the finale movie, and hopefully something else Halloween-themed I'm looking at you. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. I'll get right She's on gonna that. She's going to see what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but until then, I want to say, as always, thanks for watching and have yourselves a great evening. Good night.